，你不认为这会是多么悲惨？如果有人，上帝保佑，在走路时用 A 2 5半岛撞到博士。托尼·福奇 （Tony Fauci） 在家人面前撒了他腐臭的脑组织。Radio Zeitgeist. Here's some、uh, CNN fake news, but it's real. So it's, it's、uh, fake news because of the way it's presented, but all the details I think are real. So there's no question about any of the facts. Just the way it's presented is a little fake. All right, here's the topic. Uh, rising uh, murders in cities, rising murder in cities, and this is on CNN. Now, does that surprise you? The CNN would do a pretty big feature on the rising crime, especially murders, in cities. So, you know, a story like that is going to be talking about all these blue cities, right? Um, uh, yeah, all these blue cities with their bad governance causing all the crime by defunding the police and stuff like that, right? That, that's probably the story you're expecting.、Uh, here's the headline Austin, Texas. This is CNN. One of the fastest growing cities in the country, <laughs> the capital of Texas, fuck you, Texas, that's what they're saying,、uh, is nearing the end of its deadliest year on record in 2021. As cities nationwide are experiencing, oh, can you name another city? What would be an example of another city that's not in Texas? How about picking one that's not in Texas? No, let's focus on Texas. <laughs> so they find this city in Texas, presumably a red city, right? Austin isn't blue, is it? Can anybody confirm that? Oh, it is blue. It's the one blue dot. I was wondering about that. Okay, so people in the comments are saying that Austin is,、uh, is blue, but that's even better. All right, so that, that's even better for the point I was going to make, which is why did they pick Texas <laughs> for the focus? <laughs> Because Texas is, you know, has a lot of gun rights, right? So they make it a story. So the emphasis of their story is that、uh, the problem in、uh, Texas, in their capital city, is guns and COVID. So, you've got, got a big problem in Texas with all the guns and the、uh, bad treatment of COVID, I guess. <laughs> Here, here's the other way this story could have been, been done.、Uh, the biggest problem in Texas is the only blue city, according to you guys, and I'm going to assume you're right about that.、Uh, defunding the police probably made more problems in other places, but、uh, basically, everywhere you've got.、Uh, You know, Democrat leadership, you've got trouble. I mean, that's how Fox News tells the same story. So we have one story about rising violence in the country. And if you look at how the left covers it, it's something wrong with the right. And how the right covers it is something wrong with the left.
my frequency, Kenneth. Tom Friedley at Radio underscore Tom on Twitter. The Radio Zeitgeist on Facebook. T-O-M-F-R-I-E-D-L-E-Y. Tom Friedley on Instagram. Hashtag Radio Zeitgeist. Global Broadcasting Network. Welcome to another edition of the Daily Zeitcast. Lucky you. Today we're going to tap the American mind for a really good piece I found this morning. This will be in the link wherever podcasts are found for you here at Radio Zeitgeist. In an age of so much information, this is from the American Mind, titled, Not My Kids. The author, one, Noelle Mering, M-E-R-I-N-G. Uh, she begins, Recovering victims of woke abuse have had enough. She begins, Women who get out of abusive relationships sometimes say that what gave them the courage to finally leave was the recognition that the abuser had turned his attention to her children. Actions that were overlooked or excused away for herself are seen with clarity and horror when directed at her child. For years, many of us have overlooked woke manipulation tactics when they were directed at us. Quote, okay, maybe I have harbored some deep-seated racism of which I have been entirely unaware and which has never manifested itself in any concrete couple act. Mea culpa anyway, I will raise my fist and take a knee Say the words I'm supposed to say, be silent when told, and commit to doing the lifelong work of constantly interrogating my inner world for subconscious biases, knowing that I will always be complicit in evil because I am white. Can I go about my business, or would you like to do a social justice riot on it? This woman can write. I think I love her. Is she married? I suspect so. Uh, moving along, uh, and, and yes, corporate overlords, every June, please do send me an email from every company I've ever patronized telling me to enjoy a transgender burrito at your business or to hashtag ride proud on your exercise bicycle and scoop up my love is love non-binary tote bag. Such gestures of celebration are the least I can do to compensate for my hegemonic bigotry. I am a bit uncomfortable with the idea that some women have penises, so perhaps I deserve this. But such course of manipulation was never supposed to stop with adults, she writes. And in fact, they were just grooming you to get at your kid. It is an effective strategy. When transgender story hours garnered national attention, many stared quizzically at videos of woke moms across America clapping and nodding while little Ashley and Astor learned to twerk from men in heels in minis at the local library. Even non-woke parents long exposed to propaganda from multiple directions tend to translate relentless woke messaging into something more benign. For example, the song, there's a link here, Freak Flag in Shrek the Musical urges kids that society needs to change and embrace how, quote, freaking strange the show's heroes are. Let your freak flag fly. Never take it down, never take it down. Raise it way up high. This relentless message to children to embrace their inner freak is woven almost ubiquitously in most any new media directed at them. A calculated ambiguity allows for an innocuous interpretation by the average viewer. Maybe little Cindy has a large birthmark on her face and needs this message. Or Johnny has a disability, and this helps him feel less self-conscious. These are fine and good lessons in such context, she goes on. But over the past year, the escalation of radical gender ideology in schools has laid bare what the intent was all along. Your kids are theirs to shape in accord with an ideology that identifies progress 
with the development of a collectivist mindset and the dismantling of sexual normativity and bodily meaning. You want to be able to be anything? First, you must mean nothing. She goes on, Historicism in the nursery. Innocence is dominance according to the ideology. If persons are defined by evil according to their collectivist mindset of CRT, critical race theory, of course, then any denial of bigotry, any claim of innocence by a person in an oppressor group, must be rejected as further evidence of their implication in the evil of the system. According to radical gender ideology, the child's innocence must be disrupted because it is ignorance of alternative sexualities that perpetuates the dominant Western concept of moral law and of bodily meaning. Examples are legion. In recently linked documents and audio from the California Teachers Association Conference, educators disclose the various tactics they deploy in introducing and recruiting middle schoolers into clubs that prompt them to question their gender and sexuality. Included as tactics, surveilling students' internet activity and ways to win them back should they lose interest. In New Hampshire, a high school athlete was suspended from a football game for the unapproved speech of telling another student that a man is a man and a woman is a woman. Various school libraries have been caught carrying books featuring sex-positive portrayals of pedophilia and pornography, including, among other things, boy-on-man fellatio. Educational, in quotes, materials such as gender unicorns and the gender-bred person aim to rewire younger minds by introducing gender fluidity and polymorphous perversion into their minds and imaginations, all out of the reach of parental supervision. This is not about tolerance or anti-bullying. It is about grooming pliable minds and bodies in ways that create the tumult needed for cultural revolution in service of hastening, quote, historical progress. Next, she writes, the game is up. But a funny thing happened on the way to the Bacchanal. Parents began seeing through it, and in that process, their eyes were open to the way this sort of abusive manipulation has been at play all along. The woke have poked the mama bears and the papa bears, and perhaps some formerly non-binary bears. There is such a thing according to a new curriculum aimed at uh, K-2 through in which a teddy bear learns that he was misgendered by his parents and that he is actually a she, but I digress. She continues, once seen, abusive manipulation is hard to unsee. The old tricks that worked so well before lose their power with exposure. But the woke cannot help themselves and, like an abuser sensing he is losing control, they escalate, intimidate, coerce, and double down. In the wake of the successful parent bear movement in Virginia, the left's usual accusations that voters were animated by white supremacy rang not just hollow, but absurd and repugnant. Pornography was peddled to minors, the rape of a minor girl by a boy in a skirt in the school bathroom was covered up, children were indoctrinated into the despair of a collectivist mindset bent on implicating and excoriating them according to their race. And in response to such rampant and reasonable concerns, the teachers' union branded them racist and colluded with the attorney general to weaponize the FBI against them. As many have noted, this will not stop until it is stopped. Progressivism, by its nature, does not limit itself. According to the dialectic at the core of the movement, the society develops like an organism and progresses through time perfecting itself through a process of revolting and synthesizing, eventually achieving a utopian state. In this framework, we see the structure of the modern progressive movement which judges the present with the 
perfected vantage point of the imagined future and never with the wisdom of the past. For the progressive, the wisdom of the past is something from which we can learn little but can condemn much. The modern obsession with being on the, quote, right side of history is not born of reverence for the past but out of hatred of it. There is no internal limiting principle in a race to revolution, and so the envelope must be pushed and prodded and deconstructed and re-engineered into oblivion. That is progress. Until we stop it. What we saw in Virginia can serve as a roadmap moving forward. When dealing with an abusive narcissist, the only response is to marginalize him, not to give him an ounce of credibility, and to hold fast to the clarity of one who has seen him for what he is. Our response to manipulation should be simple and plain. We see it, we see through it, and it has no power over us. Noelle Meering is an editor for the website Theology of Home and a co-author of Theology of Home, the book. Tom Friedley, Radio Zeitgeist, your stop for the art of critical thinking, like Noelle's, in an age of too much, so much information. <laughs>